0: Hi, Glenn Perry. Welcome to Savvy, our newest broadcast here, Unleash Your Story. We're so grateful to have you here. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Oh, my gosh. You bet. I mean, my friend has told me that they tried out one of your samihi. How do you say it now? Samadhi. 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 Is it Indian? Is it Indian name?
1: Uh, Sanskrit. It's a state where the meditator becomes one with the object of meditation
0: that's so fascinating well she had tried one of your floating tanks and you're going to get into this with our audience on what this is but it's a transformational experience she went in with her husband she got a package and did a number of them and she said it was just amazing she said i had to do it now i have a little bit of fear of being in tight enclosed dark places um, but she said you just have to try it even even if you're scared um i'll let you share with the audience because there is a backstory in how you came to creating your I'm not going to say it wrong. Um, your tanks and your floating tanks, uh, but share your whole backstory with our audience.
1: Yes. So I was very shy. And at the age of 33, I was a systems computer programmer and was looking for some way to improve the quality of my life. If I went to the cafeteria with two people, I would never open my mouth. If I went with one person, I would talk. I was that shy. And this was people I had worked with for a long time. And so my boss uh, recommended a book uh, by John Lilly, and I read that book and I was so impressed by it because I came from kind of a Western scientific point of view that if uh, if you could touch it, it was real, otherwise it wasn't. And he talked from a scientific point of view mm-hmm. about all of these things that w- you couldn't touch. Mm-hmm. But I realized they were real once he started talking about it. And I was so impressed by the book that I happened to see a five-day workshop he was giving uh, in a few weeks. And I signed up and went. And we, we had invented something he called a flotation tank. And we had a makeshift one there and I was the first one that went in and it was uh, sculpted out of a uh, rock Mm -hmm. and it was about 20 inches deep and on top was a uh, structure kind of a shack Mm -hmm. and it was made it light proof down below so that there was no light down below. And I was the first one to use it. And I went down the ladder into it, and it was the shack was held up by uh, piling or, you know, some kind of support. Mm-hmm. And I bent at the knees and I'd inhale and hold my breath. And then when I needed another breath, I would exhale and inhale quickly so that I wouldn't go below the surface of the water and i did that for an hour and at the end of an hour i came out we were just having lunch at that time i had lunch and afterwards john asked me to share my experience in the tank i was completely comfortable talking to everybody about my experience. And that was so outrageous. I had to have my own and nobody was making them. They were not available commercially. And by the end of the week, having floated every day and everybody at the, at the workshop floating every day and hearing their experiences, I realized that other people were going to want them besides myself. And if I was making one for myself with just a little more energy, I could make them for others. I didn't realize it was a totally different thing. Uh, If I had had any idea what was going to be involved, I never never would have gotten into it. But anyway, luckily I was naive. And I asked John what he thought of the idea, and he thought it was great because he... The book that I read at the beginning of it, uh, it had just come out and he had said in the preface or in the first chapter, it is my firm belief that it is necessary to experience higher states of consciousness for the survival of the human species. And I definitely had uh, experienced a higher state of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And what this, this tank is actually still a secret, because there are two different ways you can use it. You can use it and just go occasionally and do it for an hour, and you may or may not have a great experience. Mm -hmm. But if you go every day for two hours, you can build up to it the first few times if you want. But if you build up to doing it at least three days for two hours, Mm -hmm. uh, you will get into a space like you have never been in before.
0: Wow! Can you tell me, Glenn, from your experience, why why does it do such a, a transformational experience? What is it doing for your body, your brain, your spirit? What's going on?
1: Good, I, good. That's a perfect. That's a perfect question. The uh, we all wander around in our life with all of this mental chatter in our mind. We're thinking about the past. We're uh, planning for the future. We're uh, working on projects that we're dealing with. We're uh, going over relationships that we have. And all of these things are trying to get our attention. And so when we're working or with somebody or whatever we're doing, these things are constantly trying to interrupt us and distract us. In the tank, okay, many people are afraid before they use the tank the first time. I think it is generally because they're afraid that they may experience something that they'd rather not experience. And it generally, they say it's claustrophobia, but I think different people, it's different things. It may even be that they think they will recall something that they didn't want to deal with earlier in their life, and it'll come up and they'll have to deal with it. Whatever it is, it's usually the thought or the idea that you won't be in control of the situation. In this situation, you're in control. You can get in and out whenever you want. It's enclosed. Oh, ex- let me explain exactly the physicality of it. It's a little bit uh, larger around than a twin-sized bed. Okay. It's chest high and contains 10 inches of water, and hundreds of pounds of Epsom salt have been dissolved in the water. So when you get in and you lie face up, in the solution, it pushes you to the surface so you float like a cork, weightless, like an astronaut floating around in space.
0: Wow, so the salt makes you rise up?
1: Totally, it's oh, it's wow. 25% heavier than fresh water. Oh. The ocean is 3% heavier. Mm. So it's eight times the The density or the eight times the amount of salt as the the ocean. And it's enclosed. You can leave the door open. Or if you want to get get rid of the distractions of noise and light, you can close the door. The most important thing to do any time when you're using the tank is to do it in whatever way is comfortable for you. Don't do it in a way that's fearful for you. Yeah. Do it in whatever way is comfortable. Leave the door open. Uh, many tanks have a light in there. Put put the light on, so on.
0: Well, you can build up to it too. It doesn't have to exactly. be all or nothing. You can come exactly. and, like my exactly. friend has a package and with her husband. Exactly. You just go, you know, every day, and you build up to an hour, or you know, or darkness, no darkness.
1: Totally, totally, yeah. and. Once you have become accustomed to this new environment, you probably are going to want to remove as many distractions as possible. It's skin temperature, so you're neither hot nor cold. There's plenty of air and so on. And if you stay in there long enough, at first, the mental chatter, the the volume is turned up on it. So your, con- your mind is constantly handling stuff from the past and the future and projects and relationships. And so you give it the time to deal with all of that. And eventually, if you hang out there long enough and you do it frequently enough, eventually the, all those voices inside your head subside, and you move into a space of being completely present. Now, what is being present? That's uh, not everybody knows what that means or how to get there. As an example, uh, I was one early one morning, I was going down a country road, down a hill, going at a reasonable speed, maybe 50 or something. Mm -hmm. And a car came out in front of me Mm -hmm. and I didn't know which way he was going to turn. And I didn't know whether he was gonna go the way I'm going or whether he was gonna go the other way, whether he was gonna go or wait for me. So I didn't know whether I needed to swerve around him to the left or to the right. Mm. But all of a sudden, time changed totally. Mm. And I, I just waited until I was very close to him and I saw what he was going to do and then I swerved. And it was so easy and so comfortable and so incredible. That is an extreme example of being completely present. When I got out of the tank the first time, Mm -hmm. time had changed for me then too. Mm -hmm. And the whole world looked like a scintillating, shimmering energy system. Well most kids age 4 are present most of the time. So we all have had the experience of being present. Anytime anytime we learn anything, we have to be present. If we are up in our heads in fear, we can't remember, we can't learn anything. So you have to be present. It's like when you learn to ride a bicycle or drive a car or or talk or eat, whatever you did, you were present when you did that. But now most of us, when we walk down a, a crowded street talking to a friend, our our brain automatically brings up stuff from the past to automatically we talk we talk automatically I mean how to talk I don't mean what we're going to say but rather how to talk is automatic how to walk is automatic so the body our mind is still handling all that stuff our brain is handling that stuff but for us, it's on automatic. So we can be driving a car, tuning the radio, talking to somebody, and it's all happening without our conscious control very much, okay? So, so that is what I mean by we aren't so much present. We're in our heads with the focusing on the mental chatter. So but you can if you float frequently and often enough, move into this space. Just imagine the most incredible experience you've ever had in your life. Uh, let's make sure that you're. We can say it to listeners. Uh, what? What? Uh, what is the most? incredible eating experience you have had. For me, it was a particular peach that was... I, it was unbelievable. And, and see, it was so incredible. I can't describe it. I, can, you, I can't let you know how it is. Like what have you what have you had? What have you eaten? That was absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah, I've had uh, quite a few things, but one thing that um, probably comes to mind is one of the best cappuccinos a number of years ago, one of my favorite of all time drinks. Um, but I've had just the experience you're talking about, even with prayer and God myself. Um, I've had these experiences that have stayed with me weeks after the experience. So I totally get what you're talking about. But you've written all of this in your new book, and I want you to share that with our audience. Where can they get a copy of it and find out more about it? Um, it's called Floating in the Quiet Darkness, How the Flotation Tank Has Changed Our Lives and It's Changing the World. How can they yes. get a copy?
1: They can uh, get one at Barnes & Noble or Amazon. They can go to our website, uh, Flotation, I'm sorry, Samadhi Tank, com and uh, uh, you can t- read about it there awesome. so so as uh, so P- different people use it in different ways uh, Steph Curry, the most valuable basketball player of 2014-15 uh, mm-hmm. said it clears his head. Allows for improved focus and perspective. And the benefits continue to increase over time. The New York, the New England Patriots, uh, were introduced to floating, uh, in 2014. And their team members reported a strong belief from phys, strong relief, sorry from physical and mental stress. And Bill people Belichick... Could
0: they could is, totally, people could totally use that right now, the stress. <laughs>
1: totally, totally. And Tom Brady, uh, one of their players, uh, got so much benefit from it, he has one in his tank, in his own home.
0: Oh, that's a good thing. Now, if you're not there, how can someone... If they go to the website, can they have one built in their own home or...
1: Uh, yes do do uh, yes our ours are lightweight and portable when they're broken down and not set up and so you can you can get it into any home and then you set it up and then uh you can use it and mm-hmm. I recommend using it at least an hour every day and if you if you use it two hours for for three to five days. By the end of that time, you will feel as if you have been meditating for 10 or 20 years, uh, a half hour in the morning and a half hour in the afternoon. And this place of being present, what you talked about, it's a place of, it's a spiritual place. And so the more you touch on spirit, mm-hmm. the more your life works and you, you feel incredible sense of peace and well-being.
0: Awesome. Well, you know, this has been so awesome, Perry. I don't want people to leave uh, Glenn Perry without finding out. Um, I'm going to spell it for them just so they get there. It's www.samadhi.com tank.com and of course go to um amazon or any of the barnes and noble any of the major sites to go get your book we don't want them to and and get the experience try it out um you can't hurt to try it out and what i like is that you know if you had fear like i said i have fear you can do it on your own terms you're not going to be stuffed in the box and lock the door on you Thanks, <laughs> I, totally. well, I just have to thank you so much uh, glenn for coming to chat Today on Unleash Your Story. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at Com.